Hey, Jane. Hey, Jacqueline. What do you think the most significant YA book series like the 2000s to the 2010s is? Oh, definitely The Hunger Games. No, no, I mean like... Like, uh, Twilight. Twilight, that's the best No, one. no, I'm talking about the Percy Jackson series by Riordan. Uh, I've not heard of those. If I wanted to listen to a funny podcast about those, what would you suggest? Well, I would recommend Unwise Girls, which you and I host. This is a podcast where we reread, analyze, and frequently joke about the books of the Rick Riordan-verse. And we see why people call these the best young adult magical series of the 2000s. And we always take time to declare which characters are canonically, factually, not cis-head, because Rick Riordan is not the boss of us. Listen to Unwise Girls every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the Moonshot Network. Alrighty then, how do we even start this thing? I don't know. I haven't done a podcast in three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Alright, uh, what do you say we record? I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm ready, let's do it. Alright, three, two, one. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is The Argonauts. Every two weeks I fail to solve an ARG and Marn tells me what I should have done instead. Yeah, and this week we are talking about Cyrano's story, uh, which is another Allison Smith ARG that I've been holding on to. Uh, it's an Allison Smith and Funcom collaboration to promote the game Moons of Madness, which I've only ever heard about through its association with this ARG. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel a little bad. I've never heard of Moons of Madness. Um, is this some I'm, kind of Cthulhu? Yeah, I'm on the the Funcom site because they're like the people who made it. They also are the people who <laughs> made the Dune game, the Dune video games. I know that there's oh, like a Dune a... strategy game. Is that is that the same one? I think so. They also made Metal Hellsinger, which okay. I have heard of. It's like the rhythm shooter game. Yes. Cool. I, I looked up Moons of Madness and went to moonsofmadness.com where I do see a spaceman and tentacles in space. So I think this game is exactly what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an eldritch hard space game. Well, fun. I'm excited to dig into this ARG then. <laughs> uh, before we do that, we got a couple different questions that came in. Um, only one of which is actually about the moon. Uh, Digital Roadmap sends in and says, how long would you have to be isolated on the moon before going stir crazy? Also, is this cross-branding for the Moonshot Network? We'll never tell. Wink. Um, how long do you think you could last on the moon? Ooh. Um, I mean, that depends. Like, are we assuming you're up there with food, water, and like a bathroom and entertainment? I'm yeah. I'm assuming it's like uh, it's like the movie Moon, right? Okay. Where, like you've got your bases covered, um, like all of your like your necessities are taken care of, but there is a job that needs to be done on the Moon, and it's just you. Okay, I think like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could last super long. I I feel like I think I could. Yes, uh, but exactly. I, like, I think I've, I've, 
if you'd asked me this question a couple years ago, I'd be like, I could do this forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like people. Um, but I've really grown and like come to appreciate people, which means that I would not survive long in this moon scenario. So thanks, growth. Yeah, my my like gut check answer was over a month, and then I was like, "That's not true." Yeah, like I I I I did too much work today, and then after work, I laid uh-huh. on the ground because I missed my wife while she was doing therapy <laughs> sessions. I couldn't do this very long. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And and frankly, that's the problem. Uh, My hobbies are talking to people into a microphone. How long Mm -hmm. do you think I could last doing this? (laughs) Also, recording a podcast from the moon sounds miserable. We live like a couple states apart and the audio lag already gets annoying. I can't imagine trying to record with someone on the fucking moon. Well, yeah, you're right. Because you'd have to be on moon time. Yeah. Also, it'd be like uh, the, the John Boy's... 17776 oh, yeah. thing where like they're just like great i'll get a message from you once every like 17 weeks so you better not waste it <laughs> i mean technically in kayfabe at moonshot we are always recording from the moon wink <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's i uh, what's our what's what is <laughs> I can't quite tell the Moonshot brand. Do we love the moon? Hate the moon? Is it our dad or are we on the moon? What is? <laughs> we're just kind of moon adjacent at all times. I think we hate the moon, but we're also up here because we landed here during the moon landing, and we're just kind of making the best of it at this point. Okay, is that is that the lore? I think so. I feel like this is like baseball, where like. <laughs> as part of the admin staff of the meeting and i also turn and i go oh we have lore what's uh what's what's my storyline this week i'm just going off of uh those commercials that riley's recording where we're all in like a moon base together i think that's the official lore <laughs> <laughs> through my media creation career i keep accidentally aping the style of loading ready run mm-hmm unintentionally but like they call their office the moon base and then we started moonshot and someone made a discord server and they were like this is the moon base and i was like oh no if anyone ever like looks behind the curtain they're just gonna be like this guy just copied graham stark and i'd be like well no it was accidental but also yeah kinda it's i think the problem is that it's just very easy to call a gathering place themed around the moon the moon base it's yeah there's really like there's so little you can actually do like what the lunar module no yeah, like, like we're, we're bigger not, than that we're not calling it the fucking death star yeah we're <laughs> hey there we do all of our streams from the shitty little robot that drives around <laughs> grabbing rocks there's not a lot you can work with that would be a fun uh star wars like in-universe podcast though like engineers on the Death Star who just like have a podcast in their spare time. <laughs> That's yeah, there's your cover story talking about the expanded universe. It's just like one radio technician turn to the mm-hmm. other and be like, hey, you hear about this shit? <laughs> Apparently someone's trying to court Princess Leia. <laughs> oh man. I got one other question that came in here, Marn. Uh yeah. we've got 
a, a couple of these that are asking, hey, are you ever going to cover XYZ? Um, but Ashlinsky sends in and says, want to know if or when y'all consider will cover smaller viral marketing type ARGs like District 9, Fringe, Overwatch, etc. Uh, also, Dad, Omega Mart, Kathy's book. I know some of these. Overwatch is Overwatch just Sombra? Yeah, I think it's just Sombra. I, I replied to that one on Twitter just from oh. my own account. <laughs> I now see the uh, the <laughs> more replies. Well, never mind. I'll cut. I'll cut that. We have a, oh. a f- we have a fun question that came into our email. Actually, I don't know if you saw it. Oh, I'll check that one out now. But I do want to say, uh, one of these days, we should go to Vegas and uh, go to Omega Mart together. I wanted to do that so bad as my bachelorette party, and then we just kind of <laughs> never got it together. I would never forgive you if you went to Omega Mart without me. <laughs> I want to go so bad. I don't even want to do anything else in Vegas. I just want to go to Omega Mart. Yeah, same. I went to Vegas a couple years ago, and it was like, uh, I went the day that we launched this podcast. Uh, the first episode went up while I was on the plane. And then like I came back, and people were like, oh, there's a really cool Arg adjacent thing in Vegas called Omega Mart. And I was like, well, I'm never going back there, so I'm glad I learned about this right now. <laughs> I think that we should go. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Um, Which question are you thinking about? In the Gmail, there is a email that is just titled Pepsi in all caps. I see that. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Arndt writes in and says, hello, longtime fan of the podcast. Found your Everyman hybrid episodes have been listening since. I saw this on YouTube and wanted to make sure you knew about it. And they linked us a video that is homemade armored Pepsi man using Pepsi cans. Somebody built themselves a Pepsi man suit using. Oh, Okay. I will say they just built a little action figure, yes. which admittedly I, is very cool. I thought this person built themselves a Pepsi Man costume. I Yes, I also thought that. And then I opened the YouTube video this afternoon and it fucking entranced me. <laughs> it's pretty. It's really cool. It, it is very cool. I linked it in a, in the Argonauts Discord server for it's anybody like who wants Man to look Gunpla. at it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like exactly what it is. Yeah, this rules. Uh, hell yeah. Good work, uh, Minimus Crafts. Oh, okay. Uh, they also sent us, they said, on a related note, the Pepsi design strategy document is one of the funniest things I've read this year. Uh, that's the thing that we talk about a lot, which is the uh, mm-hmm. the new branding guide for Pepsi that talks about like parallel dimensions and shit. Mm-hmm. I come back to it often. It reminded me of the golden record that we sent out in a satellite that was a bunch of information about humans. If you had to put something on there to update it since 1978, what would you put on there? What would you put on the golden record, Marn? This is fucking hard. <laughs> this feels like, uh, what would you put in like a time capsule, but like yeah. on steroids, like a, a very souped up version of like, if you could tell aliens one thing about yourselves, what would it be? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm thinking think- of like all of the media that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Riley and I talked about this on uh Oh, that's right, you did. We talked about it on the podcast minds and we jokingly said, uh, you know, we put the entirety of the podcast minds what else do you need? Um, but that's a bit more like in character for that. I'm trying to think of like what I would actually put on. Yeah. This record Oh, you like, know what? I would put lol cats. 
you'd, you'd put lolcats on you get one shot to put something on the golden record of humanity and you pick lolcats i would put that or some like other like very emblematic like internet culture thing i i came at you hot but now that i'm actually thinking about this those are also like standalone images more or less yes exactly like it's kind it's kind of like putting the internet's equivalent of a hieroglyphic onto mm-hmm, a podcast mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm, onto mm-hmm, a record mm-hmm. so yeah i guess that makes sense um hmm i'm trying to think because there's there's a bunch of a bunch of uh images and then a bunch of audio and i'm trying to think of what piece of audio you could put on there uh one of which i think it'd be kind of funny to put the bloop on there oh um, yeah <laughs> And then if aliens ever do come, we'd be like, hey, did you hear that last bit? And they'd say, yeah, the you put on the such and such. And we'd say, that's what that is. <laughs> we knew it sounded familiar, but we could never place it. Now I'm actually looking at what's on there. I, I did not look at that before <laughs> I answered. I still think I would put like internet memes of the early aughts, though. <laughs> if you... Uh, hold on, let me find... I mean, I think that I, I, oh, I think fuck. the funny answer is I would put the entirety of the War of the Worlds musical on there. <laughs> yeah, if you want to if you want a real deep dive on like everything that is on it, uh, you can always listen to the podcast minds episode setting a record. I did that one five months ago and uh, that's a it's a good episode. You can be it's our 300th listen if you do it right now. <laughs> um. What if, God, you know what? I'm going to make a lot of people upset. What if we put Hamilton on the golden record? Has think- humanity made a better uh, better bit of audio uh, content since Hamilton? I don't think so. I feel like almost certainly. Oh, of course not. What would you What, what would you even think? I think Hamilton's emblematic of um, us as, as a society. I, I can't argue with you, but I feel like there has to be something better. We only have one one shot to put something on the record, Marn, and we can't throw that away. Fuck you. <laughs> now that we've uh, proven that if we were on the moon together, uh, one of us would <laughs> kill the other with a moon rock. Uh, do you want to get into Cyrano's story? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the audio that's actually on there. Fucking Johnny B. Good is on there? People fucking loved Johnny Be Good. I guess. <laughs> I would put uh I would put Smooth by Santana featuring Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smooth would work. Uh you know what I think you should put that Sea Bat song. Uh the 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 song that the dude fucked to. <laughs> And then the aliens would come down and be like, what was up with that song? And we could say, yo, okay, so listen to this. Genuinely, I think that you could put All Star on there. Just to say that that song's a big part of human reproduction. It's necessary. Um, All Star would rule. Yeah, that's... Listeners, send us the playlist of songs you think deserve to be on the alien transmission. Yes, yes, yes. Put it in... Send uh, us... Either tweet it at us or put it in the Argonauts Discord, and I will make that Spotify playlist. Yes, I we are building. Yeah, send us a song. We will build the 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 new official golden record. <laughs> send us a song that you think it's vitally important for aliens to hear. 
Yes, 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 yes. If human society crumbles and some alien, Mork from Orc, finds one and goes, huh, what's this? Uh, what do you want him to hear? I think Sprite Cranberry is pretty up there. <laughs> yeah, okay. I want I want One Winged Angel, but just the Trambone Champ cover. <laughs> oh, man, let's talk about... Space yeah, we, horror, I guess. <laughs> we were way off base and quite literally veering into podcast minds territory. So say, we just started recording a podcast minds episode. We, we quite literally. I need you to. We need to reel it in. We need to. The, we need to. Christor Discord is. The Christor Discord is very disappointed in us right now, Marn. We. We need to flip the fucking uh, trolley switch. <laughs> all right Cyrano oh story we're yes. back on the right side of the trolley we're here we, we veered away from the the minecart track <laughs> what is Cyrano story so Cyrano story is a ARG that uh was developed by Allison Smith and it started on October 5th 2019 so Al- Allison Smith is the company that did uh, the No Man's Sky ARGs and the um, the Vampire the Masquerade. Am I remembering this right? Yes, they did No Man's Sky and they did uh, Tender. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. We like them. We're we're yes, big I, fans. Yeah, I like them. Thank you. I, <laughs> we, I like it when you remind me. Like, no, no, no. Don't worry. You like these guys. <laughs> we like Allison Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's great. <laughs> and it started on October fifth, twenty nineteen, when a uh, someone from like the game detectives community uh, discovered that uh, the Cyrano story Twitter had posted start your journey in the abyss of horror CyranoStory.com hashtag secret world hashtag moon of madness. How did people find the Twitter account? I genuinely do not know. <laughs> Probably just like uh tweeted by the devs or something like that yeah i hold on let me look at the the quote tweets on this let me oh it won't show me the quote tweets um i assume that much like other allison smith stuff that happened recently like they retweeted it to like the official dev account and we're like hello we're doing a thing i see it on uh it looks like allison smith themselves retweeted it um it doesn't look like the i was thinking like the game studio might have but maybe not okay but still cool yeah um so yeah i i assume people found it because like the uh the like official accounts retweeted it um and that linked out to the cyrano story site cyranostory.com which no longer exists okay it's one of those but I believe if you uh, if you search Cyrano Story, I found this today. Um, it exists on Steam, and I think that you can like play through all of the puzzles on on Steam as like a little app. Okay, cool. Which is kind of neat. Like it like it's free, and you can just download it and go through like all of the all of the puzzles and stuff. Which is weird because there was a live event. <laughs> but 
Yeah, the, the description on Steam says, keep in mind that most of these puzzles were originally designed to be solved in teams by entire online communities. So feel free to reach out to the Cyrano Story fans on Discord for clues or even take a look at the various ARG collectives. Okay. So yeah, interesting. If anyone actually wants to play this, uh, it's on Steam. It has Steam achievements. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what your standard ARG achievements would look like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I guess that's not like unusual for Allison Smith because they also do uh, Black Watchmen, which is mm-hmm. a like arg experience that is on steam and it has like different seasons that you can like download and play through yeah and their their args typically end up being kind of like uh like browser based and they have a lot of Mm -hmm. like web support so porting that into its own i'm sure i'm overstating saying that it's pretty, pretty easy to port a web browser into a video game but like it makes more sense than something that is um you know, more broadly based on like social media or something like that. Yeah, I I like that they call their their stuff Pargs, which is permanent alternate reality games. I like that. It's good. It's also just a really funny uh, abbreviation. Yeah, those are those little guys from Star Wars. Yeah, Pargs. Yeah, Pargs. <laughs> So, yes, so this started October 5th, and when people first loaded up the site, I guess I could download this on on Steam and, like, look at it, but there are... I'm on the I'm game downloading de- it right now, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm on the Game Detectives wiki, and they just have screen caps of everything. Cool. <laughs> so I feel, I feel that the point is a little bit moot. Um, but when they first accessed the site, uh, it had six, like, pl- like little planet shaped nodes on it um and only one of them was active and you could like highlight it and click on it um and when you clicked on it it took you to a page that had an input area and uh some three point symbols on it and also a image of a statue and the players found that it was the uh, the Lely Venus statue, which is in the British Museum. Hmm, um, okay. And when they typed in Aphrodite, because Venus, Aphrodite, same same goddess, uh, into the input, uh, they got an audio clip of someone saying, you are getting closer and we are getting stronger. Ooh, okay. Love to hear that. <laughs> Uh, and it, they discovered after typing that in and trying a bunch of other names from of Greek gods that every pretty much every Greek god name uh, they tried played the same audio. Okay. Um, and if you clicked the bottom right symbol, you got a little poem excerpt. Ooh, let me read that. Oh, I'm on the page, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why I was waiting for you to send me the thing that I have pulled up right next to me. <laughs> um, then, looking at him darkly, Zeus, who gathers the clouds, spoke to him. Do not sit beside me and whine, you double-faced liar. To me, you are the most hateful of all gods who hold Olympus. Forever quarreling is dear to your heart. Wars and battles. Is that Ares? Uh, it is Zeus talking to Ares, so yes. Okay. Cool. Um, it's an excerpt from the Iliad. Okay, cool. Um, and 
people found that if you clicked the top right symbol of the three, you were shown, oh, the imager link is busted, uh, a picture of an astral body, uh, which the player soon discovered was an image of Mars's moon, Phobos. Okay. Uh, which is also the name of Ares and Aphrodite's son. Cool. Okay. And inputting the name Phobos, they got a new symbol on the page and also a audio clip of someone saying, what is your fear? Because I love it. We got that as a, as a Discord channel. <laughs> because Phobos was the god of fear. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and if they click the new symbol, they got an image of a diary, which you can read an excerpt from. All right. I was there again. There's a pressure, a vilification, more like a growling hunger, an echo in a vacuum that resonates only in my mind. As I was watching it, I could feel a stare. It was spying on me, surveying me, scrutinizing me, taking nod of my every move and every thought, in my sleep and waking states, always. A voice imprinted in my memory, but the words are faded, the meaning blanked. Was it my voice? All that I recall is the fear. The instinctive alarm constantly repeated, get out, get out. I was there again, as though the sleeping pills were just candy, absent of any medicinal purpose. They told me that I'd be fine, that I would not dream anymore. And yet, I was there again, surrounded by the abyssal mist that gazed into my soul like I was its next prey. Exhaustion is creeping in, but I am too anxious and scared to accept that I have to go to sleep. That last bit was all in caps, but I didn't feel like yelling it into a microphone. Yeah. Um, and if you entered the word sleep into the text input, you would get an audio clip that said, are you alone? And if you replied yes, uh, it would reply, no, you are not. Oh, love it. <laughs> and if you so replied- So you're, you're talking in text and then the website talks back to you? Yes. In like that audio rules. clips. This rules. Okay. I, that's so scary. I would be so scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I would close this. I mean, I'm stopping the Steam download as we speak. <laughs> and if you replied no, he would say, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and after this little interaction um re uh the players were able to get a audio transmission uh which was dr olivia mison's personal log number 47 dr olivia mison september 5th 2019 personal log number 47 I've had trouble sleeping again. There's a voice that... Everyone is stressing the importance of regular rest, given my illness. I'm quarantined for the foreseeable future, maybe until the end of the trip. I can't abide idle time. I can't just stare at the ceiling. So I've taken on a side project... <laughs> call it cutting edge, call it crazy, but if I can advance it, that might buy me back some goodwill with the company. The rest of the crew doesn't know what I'm up to. I'm sure they don't care. And nev report submitted. The company doesn't concern itself with the human touch. They have alarms for every type of report or inspection. At first, it's just annoying, but after nine months in, 
every alarm is like sandpaper on your nerve endings. I mean, I would think it was a psychological experiment by the company if I didn't know better. Arigato Trevisan. I am sure we never could remember without... Fuck! Things you don't think about when you daydream of space travel as a kid, lack of privacy, and just how much professional astronauts can get on each other's nerves when crammed into a vessel. It's the last leg of this long journey, and I mean, we're bound to get snippy with each other. We were even prepped for that in workshops, but... I, uh, I've been getting static from them for a while. None of them believe me. They whisper hypochondriac to each other. And it doesn't matter what they believe. The quarantine protocols are stringent and clear. If a crew member suspects they are sick, quarantine is enforced, regardless of the probability. They have to go through the motions, and that just makes them angrier. I'm pretty sure they think I'm making it up. I thought it would be the company that came down on me for this, but they remain cordial. They poke and prod me with test after test. They keep pawing me with medical questionnaires that rival the 100-page NDA that got me up here. Mom, Dad, if you listen to some redacted version of this someday, I'm sorry I told you that I was in an undersea lab in the Mariana Trench. (laughs) Test after test comes up negative. They say they can't find any physiological ailment, but, I mean, they will. They've got to. Something is wrong. I can feel it. But I'm more than this illness. This side project of mine, I'm near a breakthrough. If I can just... (sighs) My body wants to sleep, but my mind is adamant about staying awake. I can still remember that dream. The darkness. Someone keeps repeating something. It's... Ah, damn. It's just on the tip of my tongue, you know? Good night, Mars. See you soon. Dr. Olivia Mason, navigation specialist of the Cyrano, signing off. And so with this uh, was a image of a heavily redacted non-disclosure agreement. Okay. uh, From a company called the Orochi Group, uh, who has their own website. It is orochi.com. Say Orochi is Japanese for snake, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh do we want do we want to read this? Uh you can't hold on. I'm I'm googling them. Oh, okay. To, oh, okay. Apparently they are a like a villainous group in the in a fantasy MMO? Hold on. <laughs> You're talking about the Orochi group? Yeah, they're okay. They're- uh, that's okay. You're thinking of the group of people that terrorize Naruto and the uh, the, <laughs> its name's Orochimaru, and he's got his whole little group. <laughs> no, I looked them up on the uh, on the villain fandom wiki. Um, they are a um, okay, they're like a, a 
a villainous like corporation in another group or in another game by Funcom, uh, which is the Secret World, which is a MMO that I think had its own ARG, if I'm remembering yeah, that, correctly. That was like, well, it was if I remember right, that game was like what if MMOs were ARGs? Because uh-huh, the whole yeah. thing, like it had like an in-game web browser because you had to like go to Wikipedia to look shit up to solve puzzles and stuff. Yeah, I know I know. people have asked us if we were going to cover it before because um, they, they I did. I don't know how we do. It's so complicated exactly. to cover. How do you cover a whole MMO? You make like a four-hour YouTube video about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, the Orochi Group is a major multinational corporation in the urban fantasy MMORPG The Secret World. Often considered the largest and most powerful company on the planet, it currently operates as a major innovator in science and technology. Okay, that makes sense. Neat. Yeah. Um. So I guess that was like an Easter egg and also kind of establishing a little bit of crossover between Funcom's games, which is fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and they have their own site, which I assume has been used in other stuff for uh, for the Secret World. Okay. Um, and then, so this is all October 9th. So then on October 12th, uh, the second transmission node on the site went live. Um, and if you clicked on it, you got a screen that was very similar to the first one uh, with the voice over the audio stating your fear has not prepared you for this cool love it cool love it um so there there was a male voice and a female voice that talked on the site and this is the the male voice was doing most of the interaction so far um and then was another one of those classic allison smith puzzles that was like hey look at this thing where is it from who is it associated (laughs) with (laughs) Not to say that I don't like them. I do like them. It's just very funny that they have like a, a signature puzzle type that they use all the yeah. time. You got a house style, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the first one was an epitaph uh, that was engraved on the tombstone of the German mathematician uh, Georg Friedrich Bernhard Riemann. And the second symbol had uh, the words Quintus Teal on it. And... Players found that Quintus Teal was the name of the protagonist in Robert Heinlein's short sci-fi story, and he built a crooked house. And the third had a drawing by Albert Glazes called something in French that I'm not going to try to pronounce. (laughs) Oh, it's like a little, like, cubist guy on a balcony, I see. Okay, cool. Um, and... Kind of just by inputting words that they thought were related to all three of these things, um, players got a bunch of like false positives from their little voice. Um, they put in like gravity, cube, sphere, event horizon, um, and eventually they discovered that the fourth dimension was something that all of them had in common somehow. Um, and once they entered fourth okay. dimension, uh, the female voice told them the initial seal was broken. Cool. Love, love it when seals break. Yeah. Uh, and they got three new images. Uh, one was a Lovecraftian monster. 
Uh, one was a constellation with the text HDE226-6868. Um, and they found that the constellation was Cygnus X1, uh, which was, which is, um, widely considered to be the first scientifically accepted black hole. Okay, cool. So they put in, uh, black hole as their next password and they got an audio saying the second seal was broken you gotta stop doing that these (laughs) seals are here for a reason um and they got one more image that uh was the supermassive black hole at the center of the messier 87 galaxy um okay and they and the the players found that the password was photon sphere uh, which was the name of the scientific phenomenon allowing the black hole to be seen. Um, and they entered that and they were informed that the third seal had broken. Cool. Yeah. And uh, with that, they got the second transmission, which doesn't have a transcript. Love that for us. Uh, <laughs> and two images that were pages from uh the handbook of a large satellite called the angelus uh which was for deep space communications technology uh it says relays information from invictus space to the orochi deep space network on earth it's the guy from uh buffy yeah exactly (laughs) cool yeah big uh big uh satellite dish neat yeah, it's big satellite dish. Uh, there's like a diagram of it on one page, and then on the other page is a uh, DPS system report for all of the satellites in the array. Um, okay. I guess we have to just listen to this audio transmission because it's I not guess so. transcripted. <laughs> I'll see you in three minutes, Marn. <laughs> Tee up. Dr. Olivia Mason, September 9th, 2019, personal log number 54. <laughs> okay, so sleep is still a little elusive. Uh, that said, I'll always take this frenzy of a new theory than simple, unimaginative dreams. Although, not that my dreams have really been simple much lately. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm on a ship hurtling through Mars on a mission my clandestine corporation is keeping a secret from the rest of Earth. That should be the dream, right? (laughs) Right? But this other project, oh my god, I haven't told any of the others. I, I can't. They'd laugh at me. I couldn't blame them. It's so far out there. Okay, so um, I dug through the company's archives, everything that they have for the work of Dr. Newhart. She's something of a mathematics superstar. I mean, she's a bit infamous on account of her theories turning really strange at the end uh, and having some kind of nervous breakdown and vanishing from her family years ago. Full disclosure, I was a bit of a fan. I read all of her books, including The Impossible Angles and Spaces Between the Wall of Sleep. The company tried to hire her for years and she always turned them down. And I know how frighteningly persuasive the company can be, but she still turned them down. More power to her. But these archives, my God, they have work she never published. I mean, most of it's incomplete, but how did they even get this? 
it's this grand patchwork of theories from Planck, uh, Heisenberg, Riemannian, Sarathra Stanley Eddington, as well as the notes of less reputable sorts. It hints at cracking the code of the geometry and curvature of space, like unlocking the higher dimensions of non-Euclidean reality, <laughs> bending space, folding space, finding shortcuts in between. I know. Like I said, it's way out there. But just a few hours ago, I made a link. Me. I solved a bit of the equation. The rest of them were stuck on. It's like inspiration struck. It's, it's unlocked something in my head. And my mind is moving faster than my hands can take notes. I think all of this might actually work. I mean, we're still light years from all that, but I'm closing the gap. <laughs> I might never sleep again. <laughs> God, I, I can't tell anyone. But once I get this down solidly, the company is going to salivate for it. This could change everything. It won't matter if they think I'm crazy, if they also think I'm a genius. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Olivia Meissen, navigation specialist of the Cyrano, signing off. I feel that Dr. Olivia Meissen is not long for this world. <laughs> oh, it's going to go perfectly and then it'll all work out great and everyone's going to be happy. I just, I, I feel that whenever unlocking the secrets to non-Euclidean space is involved, it never goes well. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to, it's going to be great. She's going to get to go home, see your parents. It'll be a great time. Uh, what was the name of the game that this is promoting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was a, a couple of chill moons, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. 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 Yeah, Doctor Olivia Meissen's cool day on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was October twelfth, and then on the eighteenth. Uh, the third node was released and the clues for the first seal were three sets of coordinates. Uh, One was the Galapagos Islands. One was Lucretius, which is in... Oh, Lucretius is a guy. How did they get coordinates? (laughs) They they just found him. His, his, His location. I guess. Maybe his uh, uh, his tomb or something. That was my thought. Yeah, or like a, a library dedicated to him or something yeah. along those lines. I would. Yeah, he died in fifty. So I believe that it's been a bit. Uh, and then one pointed to the X Club, which was a dining club of nine men who supported the theories of natural selection and academic liberalism in late nineteenth century England. That uh, really puts my uh, my hair on the back of my neck, standing straight yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and fl- Gr- groups of nine men never get together. <laughs> yeah, to believe in a specific scientific theory in like a cool way. Yeah, uh, and the players found that uh, all of these were related to uh, different people who had developed theories of evolution in some way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, natural selection being uh, 
Well, Galapagos Islands is where Darwin wrote his yeah. whole thing. Like, that's where he studied finches and shit. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the X-Club was just, like, guys who were, like, Darwin fanboys, basically. I'm reading their uh, Wikipedia page. Okay. Well, good. I'm sure that... I, I hope that didn't go off the rails. Yeah, it totally didn't. Um, and... Uh, evolution was the password to the first seal, which got them an audio clip that said, yes, another seal has broken. There it is. Control F slavery and then say, uh oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> I found the X. Cl- I'm coming for you. X club canceled <laughs> group of nine dudes in the late 1800s. Uh uh-uh. Social media doesn't like you all. No, sirs. And uh, the next two clues for the second seal were a portrait of Hugo de Vry and a drawing of a flower with a text o- Oniothera Lamarckiana, uh, which were both clues pointing towards the non-Darwinian theory of evolution. Um, and if you entered mutation as the password, uh, it gave you the response, yes, a chrysalis is forming. Oh, love a good chrysalis. What's the... Uh, it's pretty much one-to-one on uh, unexpected chrysal- chrysalises mm-hmm. uh, showing up in a place and having a bad time. Those are just kind of a one-to-one. Yeah. Uh, a circle of a Venn diagram, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, Great. And the, the final clues for the third seal were uh, the ISBN code for the book The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks and the full form of 3T3 cells. Uh, and if you entered okay. immortalized cells or stem cell as the password, mm-hmm. it gave you the prompt, are you ready to evolve? No, I'm good, actually. <laughs> and if you hit no, it would tell you in a voice clip, you cannot stop the evolution. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, and if you typed yes, you would get a voice clip that said, let us grow into you. Even better. <laughs> um, and then they unlocked another voice log, but also a link to a little form to fill out with questions. Uh, and the questions Ooh. were, have you ever experienced loss of time? Are you afflicted by any of the following phobias? Confined spaces, deep water, sleeping, and blood. What this? Uh, no, <laughs> or yes, no, no, yes. I'm out. Good. <laughs> you don't need me. What does the abyss represent to you? Do you live in Berlin, Germany? Do you have any contacts in Berlin, Germany? Huh. And uh, if you answered yes to do you live in Berlin, uh, you would get que- extra questions that said, do you work well under pressure and do you have good observation skills? Um, and hmm. it would take you to a page that said, excellent, this makes you an eligible candidate for an important Orochi mission taking place in Germany's capital. To partake in this journey, start by taking a picture of an important clock in the city of Berlin. You must include Orochi's logo in the picture any way you physically can. You must do it in the next 24 hours. Use the hashtag CyranoStory so we can keep track of your progress. And if you answered yes to you have contacts in Berlin, it took you basically to the same thing that was like, hey, tell your friends in Berlin to do this thing that we're doing. Cool. Yeah. That sounds really neat. Yeah. Um... Let's listen to this next audio log. 
It's Olivia. It's October the 15th. Personal log number. Whatever. No sleep. They threw me a birthday party. It was awkward. Forced smiles all around. I made pleasantries through the door, but mostly I just listened as they spoke to each other in a language I couldn't understand. There were moments, though, that I felt that I was beginning to recognize some of it, maybe. I don't really believe that, but I can't stop half hearing these words as something familiar. Ugh, I need to rest. My head feels fuzzy. I keep bumping into things and knocking all my papers over. But I want to focus on my work. Let me tell you a story or a fascinating tidbit to get myself drowsy. So recently, back on Earth, some scientists experimented on chicken embryos. They blocked the proteins of two genes active in the formation of the chicken's face. You know what happened? (laughs) Instead of a beak, the chicken embryos grew mouths with teeth like a dinosaur. It's a different way to look at what we inherit from everything that came before. I mean, it never goes away. It's only hidden there. It's like covered over. It's the secret language of our DNA. We're just books inside of a haunted library of wriggling things. We are filled to bursting with gills and claws and fins and tentacles, all of it ready to surge out of us, only held back by the thinnest scrim of a couple of proteins. (laughs) It makes me wonder what is being held back by seemingly greater things than ourselves. If a carbon-based life form can be hiding all of this within the DNA... An individual's immortal cell could expand indefinitely with sufficient provocation. I believe this map holds a key. What else can I bless you with? What other captivating note can I leave this on? Well, I'm further down the rabbit hole now, past Newhart's unpublished notes, into supposed fragments of the narcotic manuscripts the book of Eben, even the incomprehensible equations that were scratched into the cell walls of a witch who vanished from the Salem trials. I'm so close. This sequence in our blood is a melody that's radiating from a light that I'm trying to free. It's a source of power and a portal into the past. It's just like our DNA. I can't quite hear it yet but I know that this part of us is because of it I'm I'm going to crack this then the company will have to recognize me they can't stop this they won't hide my work within their files away from the world they can't stop me this is um this is me Olivia on the Cyrano signing off I don't know about this one Olivia (laughs) It's always good to be the person in an eldritch horror story that thinks, uh, you know what? I will get fixated on this one scientific <laughs> theorem that I could definitely prove. Yeah. If only I worked hard enough. 
It's always good to be the one saying, they can't stop me. They can't bury my research. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's definitely always the guy that you want to be in the horror movie. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Also, the person that looks at a uh, looks at a bird being birthed with teeth and thinks like, I bet we could do that with people. Yeah, normal. Normal thing to want. <laughs> I also don't think that's how evolution works according to any of the theories, but you know what? You do you. It's apparently how evolution works according to um, moon creatures. I guess. <laughs> oh, the Moonanites. Yeah. Love those guys. <laughs> so this was October 18th. Yes. And on October 19th, um, roughly 12 hours after uh, people had like taken the little survey and like were told like, hey, go take pictures in Berlin. Um, the Black Watchmen Twitter... Uh, tweeted and said, Agent, secret world players have warned us of unusual activity by a Rochi group, which demands immediate action. Calling all operatives for duty, briefing instructions can be found here. Um, and the briefing instructions were basically a email that said, like, the same thing as, uh, the players of Cyrano's story had been told, like, hey, go into Berlin, take pictures of the public clocks, make sure Orochi's logo is visible in the photo. Um, and okay. the cutoff time was 3 a.m. EST. Um, on October 20th, there was no involvement from any of the Berlin agents, and at the deadline, a new tweet <laughs> was released by Cyrano. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you love to hear oh, it. Oh, you love to see it. Uh, and at 3 a.m., the Cyrano Story Twitter said, Processing, please stand by. And at 4.25 a.m., you could tell the devs were really scrambling, uh, uh-huh. the Black Watchmen Twitter released Stage 2 of the Operation. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was like, oh no, we unsuccessfully tried to intercept the, the Orochi activity in Berlin. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell the papers we got mad. Yeah. And uh, they put up some pictures of other clocks and, and was like, hey, to counter Orochi's activity, find a public clock in your city that displays the same time as these clocks. <laughs> <laughs> Which... To be fair, is a fairly elegant solution in in just like, hey, we're opening this up to people who don't specifically live in Berlin, Germany. Berlin, Germany, yeah. Um, I feel like Berlin is a very, it's a very specific location to assume you have players in. Yeah, like it's it's a pretty big city, but it is still a very specific place to like. If you don't already know that you have players who live there, to be like, hey, does anybody live here? <laughs> is are the developers of the game German? I don't like think is it so. a is is I don't Moons know. of Madness. I was gonna say, are you are you a German development agency? Because like I could see that, that would, being a that thing. That would actually of them make being, sense, yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah, it is a bit of a 
It feels like a bit of a jump. Yeah, like I knew uh, when we were talking about like Tender and uh, No Man's Sky, they did uh, dead drops in like London and stuff, but the mm-hmm. I don't know. Still, <laughs> well, developed fun- by Funcom Oslo, so okay. they're an, a Norwegian branch. Well, that's not too far off. It is Funcom. Um, uh, and so in, in addition nope. to this, like, fate... Oslo. Weird. Oh. Hmm. I mean, close enough, I guess. I guess, yeah. So in, in addition to this, like, hey, we're starting phase two, now anyone can participate, uh, they added uh, to this, like, Black Watch an email saying, like, hey, we're still gonna do a dead drop at 6pm in Berlin to, like, today, basically. And, like, if you have anyone who you could possibly propose to pick up this dead drop, please email us. <laughs> Don't worry, we haven't learned our lesson. We do need you to do this for us, though. Um, and less than two hours before uh, the quote-unquote physical operation was supposed to start... Uh, the Black Watchman account tweeted, ground deployments of units in Berlin. Confirm. Great job, agents. Okay. So, two Black Watchman players um, were instructed to meet up at the World Clock in Berlin. Um, and the, the Black Watchman Twitter tweeted like a photo of the two of them. <laughs> it is fun that they kind of like had to get their other ARG players involved because they were like, uh oh, we we need these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had to they had to loop in the Black Watchmen community. I assume a lot of them were already like playing this, but that is fun. Um Yeah, there's probably a decent decent uh uh yeah, there's a word that I'm blanking on. A decent crossover? overlap. Overlap, overlap. Yeah, crossover, overlap, yeah. Uh, and at noon EST, uh, at the world clock, these two agents were approached by a courier and handed a package. Okay. Uh, and it was a package that had the words, the arc to the future on the top of it. Hmm. And inside was a bunch of, like, gears and, like, random clock junk. Like, clock faces and, like, hands and gears and, like, disassembled watches. Uh, And there was also a piece of paper that had some weird drawings on it and some blanks. Uh, It had, like, an Illuminati eye and, like, a little drawing of a stick figure jumping out of a box. Okay. And like fill in the blanks for like, what does this mean? And it was determined by the agents that it was sending them to Illuminati Escape, which is an escape room in Berlin. Hmm. Neat. Okay. Uh, And they confirmed it on Discord with like the the game runners. Um, (laughs) And then they went to Illuminati Escape and they were asked to complete a cyber attack mission uh which is like one of the themed rooms in illuminati escape (laughs) i i like that do you think that they just like looked at all of the local uh all the local escape rooms and were like all right what has like a semi-related theme to what we got going on i feel like 
cyber attack? That works. I feel like, yes. I also feel like it makes so much sense that they wanted a large group for this, and instead they just got these two guys. <laughs> you get two guys and be like, well, good luck with the uh, escape room, I guess. <laughs> uh, hold on. I opened up Illuminati Escapes website. Okay. Because I wanted to look at their... Uh, there's cyber escape room. Uh, the quantum computer is the most powerful computer in the world. So far, there is only one prototype. In the wrong hands, its computing performance is enough to gain world domination. <laughs> yeah, so exactly what we're doing here. Preventing world domination via cyber attack. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is that we are the wrong hands. Like, we should definitely not letting not be letting our... Our, uh, is it Olivia? We definitely should not be letting Olivia get her hands on the cybercomputer that has so much content. Yeah, well, apparently, uh, like capabilities. Apparently, the plot of this room is that you're trying to stop the Illuminati from stealing the computer. Okay, so close enough. <laughs> Sorry, one of their other rooms is called Alien Grill. Yo? Oh, it's set in a, in a diner at Area 51. That rules. That's awesome. Martin, do you want to go to Berlin? Yeah, I've been to Berlin. It rules over there. I was, was going to say, we'll, take, we'll do the uh, the International Argonauts yeah. tour. We're going to hit up Vegas, do, uh, do a Mega Mart. We'll head to Berlin, do an escape room. <laughs> Perfect. Easy peasy. I would go back to Berlin in a second. They got good street food over there. If you're a German listener, let us know because we will need you to translate the escape room rules for us. <laughs> I mean, their website is in English. I assumed the rules would also be in English. Perfect. Never mind. German listeners, get out. Uh, oh, my God. They also have... Marn says we don't need you anymore. They also have one called the Titanic 2.0. <laughs> the first one went so well. You receive an emergency call of the Titanic 2.0. The ship is sinking. <laughs> Guys, we did it again. <laughs> Oh, I man. know what you said, but sorry. <laughs> Apparently, some of their escape rooms also have versus modes. Bring it. That's wild. I'm enchanted by this random escape room place in, in <laughs> Berlin. Barn, we gotta finish the episode. <laughs> okay, you're right. So, uh, oh, there are actually pictures uh, that the players uploaded from inside the uh, the escape room. This is fun. Oh, awesome. Uh, so after roughly an hour, they were able to beat the escape room. Um, and they escaped with a USB key uh, containing three files. One had steam keys to the park, Moon of Madness, the Black Watchman, and Night Team 4. Uh, the second file is a poem that I can't access on Google Drive. That's fun. Uh, and the third is a audio file that I also can't access on Google Drive. <laughs> <laughs> so simultaneously to this, uh, on the 20th, the players were also working on the fourth seal uh, because at roughly 10 a.m., uh, the Cyrano Story Twitter tweeted, You are getting closer. We are getting stronger. Seal 4 is slowly emerging. And... The clues for the 
first part of the seal each gave an audio clue, an audio cue. If you, uh, if you typed them in, hold on, I want to see if these audio files exist. <laughs> oh, I don't like them. They, they're bad. Oh, I, my, oh no. I definitely clicked on this as a like, you know, hey, come smell yeah. this, but, uh. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you entered Zodiac, you would hear it say, yes, the wheel is turning. Uh, if you entered... I think, I think you'd hear it say, yes, <laughs> yeah. the wheel is turning. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be so snake-like. Yeah, I also didn't expect it to be so snake-like, but it is... I expected, like, sinister guy. Yeah, I also expected sinister guy. Uh, the second clue, which was Ananki, gave, yes, the mention made the great consort. Uh, and the third clue was Orphic Egg, and it gave, yes, the world egg that spawned Fanies. Okay. Uh, and other clues, like the zodiac signs and just, like, the word Orphic gave you an audio cue that said, near, so near. Uh, and... Players found that the clues led to the word Kronos, but the answer didn't progress the seal as expected, uh, and they were told, I cannot progress further. Uh, and they found that the audio file name of this particular clip said, Demon cannot progress, need help in Berlin.mp3. <laughs> 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 no, I'm good. They can stay right there in Berlin where they belong. It's just so funny that it's called Demon Cannot Progress. <laughs> they could have just called it Need Help in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> I I do I bet that this it looks like they're like checking the audio file name after downloading it or whatever. Yeah. I assume this is just like their placeholder name from when they're developing and they're just like yeah this is for like the demon can't go on because we need help in berlin perfect done <laughs> and like it is weird that they're just that it, it feels like a placeholder name that made its way to production well oh hold on just a minute okay <laughs> so the audio file uh that the players got at the end of the escape room was someone reciting the enochian alphabet uh, and if they entered Enochian into the text box on the site, uh, they got an audio file that said, I now see the path that leads to the abyss. Um, and it didn't progress the seal further, but the file name for this one was Demon Seal Soon Unlock. Good job. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All of our files should just be called like, hey, good job, dorks. <laughs> yeah. Next time we make an ARG. <laughs> I, just, I just really love Demon Seal Suit Unlock. Good job. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Chin up, sport. You'll get them next time. MP3. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and roughly at 530 EST after the like Berlin stuff had concluded uh the rest of the seal was made available you could enter chronos regularly and find the next set of clues um 
the first clue was uh, the answer to the first clue was Titans, uh, and the ans- and the audio file said yes, tearing them apart will reach us. Uh, the second said was Brazen Jar, and it said yes, all it took was two giants. And the third was Ophiotaurus and Entrails. Uh, and the audio clip said, yes, burning the entrails would kill them all. Hmm. And players found that, like, the, the theme of all of these clues was to kill or slaughter the gods. And if you entered kill or slaughter as a passcode, uh, you would get be asked a question, how shall I proceed? Y- 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 yes. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, you're up on the moon, you're doing your shit. Uh, like 1970s computer terminal pops up, you know, mm-hmm. like the computer from Lost, right? And it just says like "kill God?" question mark, and then like Y slash N. It's just like <laughs> waiting for your input. Yeah, sorry, I just opened one of the the male voice audio files and got fucking jump scared because it's like a like a deep demon voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. It, in, in answer to how shall I proceed, uh, if you typed burn, disembowelment, drown, or bury, you would get a audio clip that said, time is the fire in which we burn. That's a good line. It is. I like that line. Highly, highly recommend listening to that audio clip. Just like no going in that it is like a, a deep demon voice because I was expecting like a human man. <laughs> That sure is, and I don't like the little mmm he gives yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. Gets very sensual weirdly quickly. <laughs> uh, and in unlocking this seal... It's, it's literally like, time is the fire in which we burn. Mmm, <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. Time is the fire in which we burn. Well, he's having a good time. He's having a wonderful day. So this is the last uh, step to unlock the seal, and the players unlocked another audio log and also a memo for Andrew to read. Ooh, which one you do first? Uh, Let's do the memo and then listen to the audio log. All right. Uh, Lucas, that's an L, not a C. Lucas. That's a, I assume Lucas is a name. Cucus, which is how I first read it, is definitely not. <laughs> Cucus, uh, Mission Control wants you to crunch some numbers on a potential future visit to the two moons. Think over the logistics and of both an Earth-launched and a Mars-launched mission. Work through some rough calculations for both scenarios. Make this a priority. Also, have a look at the moon orbits. Phobos should be 1.4 Martian diameters out with a 7.66 hour orbit and Deimos a 3.5 diameters and 30.35 hours. But Mission Control says they showed up as significantly closer and faster. Might be a glitch. I'll leave it to you, Josie. I'm sure this is great. Yeah, it's totally normal for moons to be faster than they should be and yeah, closer. And- uh huh. Yeah, that's a that's a thing that regularly happens with space travel. Yeah, that's normal. I I understand now that the moons of madness, the titular moons, are the <laughs> the Mars moons. I had been wondering about that. Yeah, we do only have one of those, don't we? 
Yeah. I if if I did see us have a second moon one day, I would say that's pretty mad. <laughs> I just assumed they were gonna be like sci-fi made-up moons, but <laughs> at reading that, I was like, oh yeah, Mars does have two moons. <laughs> Mars needs moms. Has moons. Has moons. All right, uh, shall we play Olivia? Yeah, let's listen to our good friend Olivia. Dr. Olivia Mason, personal log. Time feels meaningless. I've changed the flight coordinates, and we move closer to the moons each day, yet the only sign of time moving forward is my own deterioration. I expected kickback from the crew, from the company. But everyone's a go. Despite my illness, they still trust me. And will thank me later. My headphones, however, they were less than thrilled. They have been hissing at me. A voice is there. It's hidden within the static. And it's buzzing. A warped voice is present. It's trying to warn me of something. And it's it's different from the voices that Come to me when I'm forced to rest from exhaustion. No, this is different. The buzzing voice is trying to make me stop. It's causing debilitating migraines. They are so severe that my nose starts to bleed. But I've put my headphones away now, so it can't get to me. You know, it's probably nothing. Uh, I'm probably just... Stressing myself out with how close I am to it. The voice is probably just my headphones somehow picking up the crew uh, speaking to each other and I'm just looking for something that I can recognize within it. A sort of audio pareidolia. (laughs) I'm so close. The work opens an event horizon in my head. It devours ignorance Space is relative. Everything is connected in a perfect void. We're way past the telling us theorem. The other dimensions are not so very other. We are not alien to them. The human brain contains vestigial structures, sensory organs that could detect these higher dimensions. They're not distant places. They might be an arm's length away just in a direction that we have no word for and cannot truly comprehend. We might have vestigial organs, whole vestigial extremities in parallel places that we cannot even sense. We might be vast organisms. What were we? If one were to understand the secret geometries One could reach out a hand and directly touch another person across the room, across an entire football field. I could reach inside and pull out an organ, dripping, palpitating, without leaving so much as an incision. You have to reach in a direction that's like diagonal, but not. The voice that whispers to me while I rest... It's very crafty. It's learned to mimic the voice of my conscience. It's interjecting into my own internal monologue. I fear how it may manifest in my thoughts. 
How much are they truly my own? I think the company knew about all of this. I think they let me find those files to set all of these events in motion. I think the Cyrano has a purpose beyond the crew's known mandate. I think they wanted me to be the only lab rat who can see the maze from above. Dr. Olivia Mason, navigation specialist of the Ship of Fools, signing off. Oh boy, Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... I like that last assertion. I'm curious what she thinks the plan is. They were just like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send up a scientist with a lab and one file labeled do not touch and uh, see what happens. Yeah. Maybe she invents a way to to teleport. Who could say? Oh, my God. I, 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 I will say um, I know that it, it can feel like we're in a real glut of like... Um, like eldritch horror at times but damn if eldritch horror isn't just fucking effective right it is yeah no absolutely damn i love it it works on me every fucking time it's good it's i I like the slow burn of it all yeah well good moons are fast and she is ripping out organs with teleportation magic perfect easy peasy normal great place to be uh, on October 23rd, the fifth seal was released, uh, along with an audio clip that said, Knowledge is a dangerous thing, but ignorance is no protection. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and the first two clues were in Enochian in the, uh, in the alphabet that they had gotten before. Uh, they translated to Memorial ID 73392843, which led the players to Levi H. Dowling, who was a American preacher. Uh, and they were told when they entered his name, yes, the preacher of gospels. Their next clue was a set of coordinates And the caption, the burial place of the sleeping prophet, uh, which led them to uh, Edgar Casey, who is an American clairvoyant. And entering his name, uh, who is known as the sleeping prophet, uh, and entering his name gave them an audio clip that said, yes, the mystic clairvoyant. Okay. Uh, And also for... Uh, Levi H. Dowling, they found that typing in Jesus Christ gospel or Aquarian gave them the clue, yes, a shared transcription. Hmm. Uh, And if they typed in Akashic, as in the Akashic records, uh, they would get a prompt that said, all the knowledge, all the power. Uh, And then growl, which is typed out here in (laughs) little asterisks. All the knowledge, all the power. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, what are the Akashic records? Uh, they are. Hold on. I don't know if you'd have to top of your head. Uh, they are, according to Wikipedia, a compendium of all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent to ever have occurred in the past, present, or future in terms of all entities and life forms, not just human, in the religion of theosophy and 
the the philosophical school called Anthroposophy. I bet I know these from like Evangelion. Yeah, I absolutely know them through. That's that's definitely referenced in manga. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm such a moron. Uh, <laughs> records. Why do I know that? Oh, Shinji, duh. The third clue. Okay, they're like a metaphorical thing yes. that exists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the third clue translated to a specific citation from the Book of Enoch uh, that led them to a quote about the Book of Life. Uh, and when players entered Book of Life into the little text entry box, um, they got an audio clip that said, yes, all those names included and excluded. Uh, clue four translated to an astrological symbol uh, that meant opposition or duality. Uh, and answering either of those, we get an audio clip that said, yes, everything is duality. Okay. And both of those clues together, Book of Life and Opposition, uh, led researchers to enter Book of the Dead as their password. Um, And it was found that Book of the Dead or Book of Enoch uh, gave a longer audio file that said, Oh, you doorkeepers who guide your portals, who swallow souls, and who gulp down the corpses of the dead, who pass you by when they are allotted to the House of Destruction. May you guide Olivia, may you open the portal for her. May the earth open its caverns to her. Cool. Which is one of the spells from the Book of the Dead uh, to lead uh, the dead to reach the Bark of Amun-Ra. And it was found that Amun-Ra was the answer to open the final seal. And they got an audio clip that said, much of your pain is self-chosen. Cool. Love to hear that. You you love to hear it. Uh, And they got another transmission from olivia and also a new memo for andrew to read oh goody mineralogical analysis of martian soil and rocks by declan delapore uh who you might also know as the uh the the catcher for the shoe thieves uh <laughs> Employed Manicor's X3 spectrometer to analyze Martian rock and soil samples to identify the relative abundance of iron-bearing minerals, including carbonates, uh, phyllosilicates, clays, uh, hydrooxides, phosphates, oxides, silicates, sulfides, and sulfates. Uh, Measurement of the ferric to ferrous ratio, determination of the properties of magnetic phases, including the size distribution of the magnetic particles, the nanophase versus larger particles, um, in the Martian soil. This data provides information regarding the nature of the atmosphere surface chemicals and physical weathering processes involved in iron-bearing phases. We'll call this relevant in studying the evolution of volatiles and climate over time on Mars because surface materials are major volatile sinks. In point of fact, uh, the problems associated with understanding the evolution of volatiles on Mars is understanding the processes in the past and or present that are responsible for oxidizing the red planet. The X3 spectrometer is a prototype of Manticore. See the NDA entry. Uh, it performed admirably. We'll write more in-depth notes on improvements that might be made for future production. As Commander Wilcox broadens our exploration, we'll analyze a wider variety of samples. It's just a long way of saying we looked at rocks. Yeah. Okay. 
They looked at some rocks. I really thought you were setting me up to say something scary, and it just ended up being, we looked at dirt. Dirt's nope. tough, y'all. Yeah, they looked at dirt. Uh, shall we <laughs> see what Olivia has to say? Yeah, did she look at dirt? We'll find out. Three, two, one. I have seen the dark universe yawning, where the black planets roll without aim, where they roll in their horror unheeded. Without knowledge, or luster, or name. Hey, shh, it's alright. Remember, seven and nine, down the onyx steps. That's it. We're getting closer to the moons. We have to be close when the moment comes. But not this close! You sick fucks, my private thoughts. Is my work entertainment to you? All you filthy little voyeurs. Do you feel clever because you managed to catch my signal and listen to my sufferings? Leeches! And to what end? Do you do you think that there's some kind of connection between us to the moon and star, to the spaces of my mind, or the... Something is wrong. I can't hear their voices anymore. I just hear the noises of the ship going on like a ghost. Am I dead? <laughs> oh, no. No. I can't believe it. I've been doing work that will change reality for our species. You've, you've been drawn in by something that is happening to me that I don't understand. Why is this happening? I don't think I did this. And I still can't hear them. I am so alone, except for you absentees. I can't hear them, but I think I'll hear it when I sleep. I wake into that horrible sound clawing into my core while I fall into the black red mop! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I solved forbidden equations, equations that broke the minds of renowned men. I made sense of Gilman's indecipherable scribbling. I reached past the last curved rim of space, past blasphemous infinity. I unraveled the terrible cosmic narrative. I poured over myth cycles that predate humanity, read all the impossible names and the hideous contexts. I shake off the shekels of natural law. I'm the opener of the way. I part the veil. I draw back the curtain on nameless eons and inconceivable dimensions of elder, outer entity. I see them in the spaces between, reaching out to me with hands that are not hands. I have seen the face of God. And it is terrible! Oh, the rest of you, you're all complicit in this. But you can make it right, since I have an audience. I want you to recite something, all of you. Record it. Spread it and your voices will reach me through means not wholly known. This is important. Are you ready? Repeat this phrase after me. Seven and nine, down the onyx steps. Seven and nine, down the onyx steps. There will come a time when I see you, but you won't see me. This is me, 
I am nothing. Nothing exists save empty space. And you, and you are but a dream. Signing off. Man, I don't love that one. <laughs> yeah, it's not my favorite. Mm. Poor Olivia. Poor Olivia. It is. <laughs> I I do feel like um, I've complained a little bit about like uh, like zombie fiction. Every zombie story has to have a part where someone's like, zombies, what are those? Right? Yeah. I do feel like there's a bit of every uh, <laughs> every like uh, eldritch story where someone's just like, but I solved the forbidden geometries. Mm-hmm. Why? What? Why was that bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked at the face of God, and He was weeping. Is is that is that okay? <laughs> is this bad? <laughs> why are the vibes off? I solved the non-Euclidean space geometry that drove other people insane. Yeah. <laughs> Was I not supposed to? <laughs> was <laughs> I thought it was just like a genetic thing they had going on. <laughs> I was just testing my abilities. Rip to their geometries, but I'm different. <laughs> oh man. Are so you, hold on. Are you accusing her of activating her Mangekyo Sharingan and that's how she can see the forbidden geometries? Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, that's basically what all elder stories come down to. Yeah. You know, the, sh- the Sharingan, famous from the works of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, you, you measure your abilities and then you go, ah, I can see time now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Why are the tentacle things mad at me? Yeah. So I guess upon doing this, uh, the sixth uh, node unlocked... And which was like a series of audio questions that the players had to answer. Um, And the first question was, do you think that this is a dream? And if you answered yes, there was an audio clip that just said pathetic. And it it forced (laughs) you back to the main screen. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. Uh. Uh, And if you answered no, the next prompt was, although she roams space, she has a home. Where is it? Uh, And if you answered New Zealand, where people extrapolated Olivia was from uh, by her accent, you would get a reply that said, only the foolish visit the land of the cannibals. But if you inputted moons of madness, you got one that said, there are nights when the wolves are silent and only the moon howls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you would get a question that said, how long can you survive without air? And no matter what you answered, you would get a reply that said, just because you are breathing does not mean you are alive. Saw that on a yoga poster once. <laughs> uh, and there was a question that said, when the moons will stop rising, what will you do? Which was a reference to the actual game Moons of Madness. And the answer was, release the dreamers. Which uh, gave an audio prompt that said, the old ones were, the old ones are, and the old ones shall be. Uh, which unlocked another, a new transmission from Olivia and a new memo. But you could also answer, run, and that would take you to, how long can you survive without air? Uh, which would then take you to, uh, what sense are you willing to lose first? Um, and mm. if you... 
rep- no matter which you replied with, uh, you would get three hints that were a statue, a drawing of a man, and a ship's wheel with three creatures tied to it, which all related to the allegory, the ship of fools. Uh, okay. If you answered fool, you would get questioned, what does the face of God look like? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sad, yeah. Uh, and the correct answer was filth, uh, which would get you a audio response that said, the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. And that also unlocked the transmission and a new memo for Andrew to read. All right. Are we going to look at dirt again? Fuck me, Marn. (laughs) Marn just jump scared me. This memo is a drawing of, uh, it's a drawing of Olivia. Um, she looks like she's had better days. One of her eyes is definitely a tentacle now. Um, yeah. Thank you, Marn. <laughs> I had to do that because I opened it and jump scared myself like 10 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I needed right. to give you the same experience. Uh, well, Olivia's clearly doing great. What do you say we check in with her and ask what she's up to? Yeah. All I'm not right. looking forward to this audio log, I gotta say. I'm right there with you. This is likely the last personal log of Olivia Mason. The date? I'm here within the planet's gravitational field. After an infinitely long journey. And I'll never even walk on the surface. <laughs> Yon flegeth, gokaro wakedishtoi. I've spent my life in the pursuit of science and wonder, the unexplored and the unexpected. But with each new discovery came nothing that wasn't already present. The suspiciously long shadows were always there. I just didn't know where to look for them. I can see them everywhere now. They've replaced my crew. I used to find it annoying that they only spoke in a language I can't speak to one another. Now I long for the comfort of recognizing that it's Japanese. Recognizing that I'm audibly hearing it at all. Go minnesai. To my family and friends, I love you to the moon and back. I'm sorry I'm not in the Mariana Trench. Do something with my savings. Make sure everyone brings a plate and enjoy yourselves while you still can. To those who have kept me company, you have reached me, and for that, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have ever reached back. It knows you now. It knows your fears, your guilt, your weaknesses. I've doomed you all. Please do not feel responsible for what is to come. Your words did nothing but ease my own guilt. And finally, to Dr. Newhart, wherever you are, (laughs) I couldn't have done this without you, and uh, I only wish you hadn't left your work for me to finish. (sighs) Ya um ya, ya from luck, see ya. (laughs) 
You are experiencing what has happened, what is happening, what will happen. From the wells of the night to the gulfs of space, and from the gulfs of space to the wells of night. Praises to the mollusk titans, praise and abundance to the black goat of the woods. Yeah, the black goat of the woods. Yeah, the goat with a thousand young. Yeah, fall mafthagen. Yeah, gnaifthagen. Yeah, ask soon. Yeah, dagu. Yeah, shag. Yeah, shag. So, Martin, you got any recommendations this week? <laughs> I don't like it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's uh, it's something. God. Uh, I don't know how to follow that one up. Um, she really did die up there in space. She really do. And uh, she's got a memo to prove it. <laughs> is, is that the ending of this ARG? Yep. Hell yeah. Go buy the Moons of Madness out on Steam. <laughs> Go play Cyrano Story on Steam <laughs> now that we've given you a full walkthrough. Yeah, this is a real bummer. Yeah, I like... I mean, I do... I do love an ARG that ends with, then they all died. The end. <laughs> That's a good chunk of them. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, it looks like I'm looking at the Moons of Madness page right now. It looks like it is a sci-fi horror uh, game set on, I guess, Mars or one of its moons. Um, I would believe that. Yeah, with uh, some Lovecraft stuff attached to it. Neat. Neat. <laughs> so I think what do you go ahead? I think that it was a neat little story. Yeah. What do you What do you think about the uh, What do you think of the plot of this gun, Mon? I kind of like it. I mean, it's short and sweet. I like that it's, I mean, it's very simple. It's just like, lady goes up to Mars and then dies about it. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, the classic, the classic conflicts. There's man versus man, man versus self, man versus God. Lady goes to Mars and dies about it. Yeah, you I've know, seen alien. Storytelling. <laughs> alien i know <laughs> yeah i mean you <laughs> you you did sum it up but i think i i think that the audio logs are really good i think yes. they're really well written and i i think this is a it's a good very well small self-contained story i think it's great i agree i think that the voice acting really uh helps sell it the 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 demon voices are a little a little much for me uh, the whispery ones are like, I don't know. The whispery ones are like, well, why would anyone follow this? Yeah. And the the deeper ones are just like, I'm a demon, raw. Yeah. In a way that I'm just like, okay. Uh, those, I, I feel like they could have done something a little, a, a little different with. Yeah. I, I would have enjoyed no, it a lot you. more. I but, I kind of like the conceit that the players were like opening the seals so that these demons could torment Olivia more. I think that that's really fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're opening seals so that these demons are like, you should solve geometry problems. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You forgot the tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like this a lot. I think this is really cool. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a good arg. And you know what they do? They, the writing, the writing's good. They open up early on with like, hey, sorry, I'm not actually in the Marianas Trench. And then it ends with her saying, hey. I'm sorry I wasn't actually in the Marianas Trench, but for different yeah. reasons. And it's like, hell yeah, that's good writing. Yeah. Mwah. They really brought it all together. Yeah. I, I like I liked this one a whole lot. Uh, it's good. It's a good one. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about the puzzles? I think that they're fine. They're pretty standard Allison Smith fare at this point. But mm-hmm. I do like their style of puzzle that's like, here's the thing, figure out why it's relevant, and then put the password in. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's pretty simple, but it works for a reason. And it, I, I like the way that they get to, like, um, you get to incorporate things thematically into the puzzles you're solving, you know? Yes. You get to ask, like, t- like here's information about a... Um, you know, a, 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 you know, a mathematician and a psychic and a, like, you know, a, 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 a preacher, like these three people were linking together through this puzzle. And that means that you have to see them as linked. Um, but they're also furthering the plot along. I think it's great. And it's a really good way to, to just structure a puzzle around. Yes. I think that's very fun. Um, I also, like that they sent two random guys to an escape room in the middle of Berlin. <laughs> I I really like that idea. And if I had, um, if uh, honestly, I, I think that that is something that I would love to do in a ARG in the future. I, yeah. I like being able to incorporate stuff like that and like telling players, hey, go do something cool is beyond just we've hidden a thing in a city. Go do something. But like. Hey, go solve an escape room. Go go find a neat place in town. I think that's a really neat idea and I like it a lot. Yeah, I think I think it's really fun. I love when uh I I love when ARGs kind of incorporate like real life places and like immersive events and are like, "Hey, go here and do this thing and there's like a special bonus prize for the uh, when you finish." Okay, so when we, we we can say players go to Omega Mart and buy me a <laughs> Pepsi and then we can write it off on our taxes. That's still work expense, baby. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's, <laughs> that's duct tank money. <laughs> and <laughs> and I get a Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Andrew. Yeah, I, I, I love that a lot. And I, I would want to do that more in. I, I, I love when that stuff happens in ARGs. That's I what agree. keeps you, that's what keeps you coming back, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, what do you think about the replayability of this one? I mean, 10 out of 10, you can download it on Steam. <laughs> yeah, it's free on Steam, baby. <laughs> I think this is the first ARG we've covered where you could literally just download it. Yeah, I I don't think we've done that before. It's cool. I it's not for me, but it's neat. I, I looked is. a little too deep. I I liked this. Uh, I liked this, and I checked out the the page for the Moons of Madness. I'm like, oh, never mind. This is definitely not a game for Andrews. Yeah, no, I I understand. <laughs> No, I think this is a really good, really cool self-contained ARG. 
Is it like my favorite thing in the world? No, but I think it's really well executed and really great. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. I think uh, I'm not going to sleep very well tonight. Thank you for that, Marn. Um, <laughs> but I think that's going to do it for us. So uh, do you want to get into recommendations? I do. I have a recommendation. <laughs> it's somewhat on theme. Okay. Uh, my recommendation is the new Gundam anime, The Witch from Mercury. I hear that's really good. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, you should. I have never watched a Gundam anime. Well, okay, that's not true. I've watched some of the, the like, miniseries and some of the movies, and I've watched, like, the first couple episodes of a couple of the animes because I'm best friends with Blake, and when we have nothing to do at their apartment, they put on Gundam. But, like... <laughs> This that, is <laughs> I, I don't know Blake super well, but yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, this is the first one that I have watched from the beginning as it's airing with like the intent of watching all of it. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Cool. And uh, the prologue, I think, is still free on YouTube if you want to just like watch it and see like, hey, maybe this is for me. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Um, I like that uh, it is... <laughs> it. it so if you haven't watched Gundam before, it doesn't matter because it kind of takes place to the left of, for what I understand, it takes place to like the left of regular Gundam continuity. Okay. Not that Gundam has like cohesive continuity to begin with, but it, uh, it it's kind of in an alternate timeline from what I understand. I know that all of the Gundam fans in our Discord are like rolling up their sleeves, getting ready to tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, uh, basically the premise is that, like, this, this girl from Mercury, uh, goes to this, like, fancy school from, for, of technology of, like, future, like, people who want to work with mechs and, like, pilot mechs, uh, that is, like, run by a space mega corporation. Um, and, like, a lot of the goings on at the school are kind of, like, a microcosm of like all of these kids are the kids of like different people who are like shareholders in this mega corporation or like their corporations operate under like the wider umbrella and like that affects how they interact with each other and like their mech duels that they do at school can affect like business dealings that their parents have with each other. Um, okay. And this. Uh, this girl, Suleta from Mercury, uh, who Mercury is established to be kind of like a backwater planet, but she just like shows up. Nobody knows who she is. She has a Gundam and she, <laughs> and she starts like kicking people's asses left and right in like the dueling committee. <laughs> is, um, is this is it just the plot of Revolutionary Girl Utena? Yes, yes, it's Utena, okay, okay. but with, yeah, it's Utena, but with Gundams. <laughs> Hell like, yeah! Okay. Literally, exactly. Yes, you should have just led with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Hell yeah! I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Hell yeah! I I have also been enjoying anime lately. Um, there's a new season of My Hero Academia out right now, uh, oh, yeah. and it's really good. Uh, and it's starting to get kind of dark. It's uh, 
what's affectionately known as as the war arc. So things are getting really fun for a season that started last time with uh, uh, two episodes about parties in a row. They had a Christmas party and a Halloween party right back to back. And then we get the war arc. Uh-oh. We're having a great time. I'm loving these episodes. Uh, it is some of the best that My Hero Academia has ever been. I've been really excited for them to animate this arc for a long time and if you are interested in my hero academia you should now's a good time to get in because the uh the episodes happening right now are incredible i feel like i should catch up on it i think i like stopped somewhere in the middle of season three maybe okay you okay you're about when it starts to like really ratchet up and start getting real good see maybe i'll go yeah. back to it i do think like middle of season three i think is a re- if that's the season that i think it is with uh like the mob you're about to get into good, some good stuff that sounds vaguely familiar yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a good season for anime yeah it it really is there's uh, a yeah. Ch- chainsaw man the new season of uh bob psycho <laughs> Chain Chainsaw Man is almost enough episodes in where I can start recommending it to people. Yeah. Like Chainsaw Man is like, it's really a series that I'm like, look, you got to read like the first three volumes. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in by then, then like, by all means, go with God. But like, <laughs> don't just read the first or the first two because like Denji sucks in these volumes, but it's on purpose and it'll get better. And I did see people like episode like episode three and four are just like, is this really the show that everyone's been really excited about? And I'm like, please just give it a minute. Just give it time. I trust me. But yeah. we're almost we're almost to the point that I can like recommend it to someone and say, hey, if you watch all the episodes that are out, you'll get why we love it. Yeah, it like just hit the point in the story where I was sold on it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh like we just hit it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Like, yeah chainsaw man's chainsaw man check it out you can yeah. we're finally there yeah the anime's great yeah also mob psycho 100 season three i need to get into mob psycho it's good sam you'll, and i slowly watch like because f- everyone likes it i sam and i slowly watched the first season and i really enjoyed it but like i don't really remember it that well mm-hmm. and i'm about to the point where i'm just like maybe i secretly watch this one on my own and then nod every time sam says we should watch that sometime yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Married Life, Marn. This is what it is. It's secretly watching anime behind your partner's back. Yeah. The I mean, also the thing about Mob Psycho is that, like, the seasons are fairly standalone. Like, okay. so I feel like, like, I don't remember a lot of what happened in season two. I just remember, like, kind of a couple of, like, the big status quo changes that happened at the end. And I, I like, went into season three. I was like, oh, like I understand this <laughs> because like, I mean, cause the thing is like, it's mostly a slice of life. So like, uh huh, there aren't like a lot of like big earth shaking changes that happen in mob psycho. Right. <laughs> Aside from like, this guy is no longer a villain. He like hangs out with the main cast now, which happens several times. <laughs> sure. Someone's been Vegeta. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, Hell thank yeah. you for thank you for coming to Martin and Andrew's Anime Corner. Oh shit, uh, I have another anime to recommend. <laughs> hit us. What's up? Have you watched uh have you heard of Bochi the Rock? No, I don't think so. I just started watching this with Blake and Kate the other night. I've only seen two episodes. It's just very charming. 
Uh, it's like a slice of life anime of this, uh, about this, uh, high schooler who, like, got extremely good at guitar when she was in middle school because she wanted to start a band, but she has, like, severe social anxiety. So she would just, like, Okay. Stay home and play guitar for six hours every day. <laughs> <laughs> and she like becomes like a, a viral internet guitarist because she just like uploads videos of herself on YouTube. Um huh. and she ends up joining a band full of basically like strangers who are also teenagers, uh, because like their guitarist quits and they need a guitarist. Um and she joins their band but she still has like extreme social anxiety and like has to deal with it <laughs> it's really good it's it's just like a very charming slice of life anime about a bunch of girls who are in a rock band together cool is it like uh k-own or a little bit i would okay. say okay yeah cool good. hell yeah i got well, I got to go because I got shit to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while you're not watching anime, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do so. Uh, you can find us. Uh, for now, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. I'm also at Corpse Survivors on co-host, but I'm in posting jail and I can't post yet. Okay. On co-host, I'm just Sherms because I didn't want it to seem like I was part of the staff. <laughs> so I am co-host.com slash Sherms, not co-host Sherms. Really I look it's it's they they made they named their website after me and I have to adapt um I know uh, I, I also know some of our listeners have managed to track me down on tumblr and like go with god <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I described tumblr today to uh to a moonshot listener is like that's my house where I walk around in my sweatpants <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you want to find me, uh, we're on still on Twitter at Argonauts Pod. We'll see how that shakes out. Uh, we're on co co-host at Moonshot Network as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't set up an Argonauts account anywhere yet, just because I'm not sure how or what we would do with it. So keep an eye on, and we'll keep you updated. I guess. Um, but also, if you want to get a hold of us somewhere that if it goes down, we're all fucked, uh, you can email us, uh, gmail, <laughs> I almost said gmail.com slash uh, argonautspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us videos of people making uh, Pepsi Man action figures or yeah. uh, your longer form questions, by all means, send them to us there. Uh, we definitely get a hold of them. Yeah. Uh, and otherwise, you can you can find us all around at Moonshot. Check us out at Twitch at Moonshot uh, at Twitch.tv slash Moonshot Network. Uh, I stream at least twice a week. Uh, I will have streamed Pokemon for a long time the other day, but it's past now. Um, yeah, we've always got a bunch of stuff happening. We just did the Moon. Uh, the uh, we just did Hexter Life a little bit ago. So um, always cool stuff happening there. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time. That's args, baby. You know, Tony? What's up, Irma? 
I want to learn about a lot of shit. But, uh, well, Roma, you don't, you don't have the time to learn all of the shit. There's too much shit. No. But you know what? What? You could learn more shit in very quick ways. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got, you got a lot of friends and your friends know shit. And your friends, they could probably just yell shit at you in like 30 to 45 minute intervals. And then you can acquire an approximate knowledge of all of the shit. And then you could know all the things. But, but how? I don't know. Probably like a podcast format. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you can listen to the hyperfixation anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thanks to the Moonshot Network. And acquire your new hyperfixation with me.